mark for the beast, I repeat My religion is the beast, I repeat My religion is the beast Support for Medicine Remix today comes from Yzine Ydrops you work on a screen all day but still feel the compulsive need to look at your phone screen every waking second of every day whether you're working or not? Do your eyes get dry from incessantly checking your social media profiles for validation via likes, followers, retweets, comments, and or listens? Feel like an irritated digital shell of your former self in real life? If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you might want to try Yzine. No other why drops relieve your inability to ask yourself why you post on social media in the first place faster than Yzine. Yzine starts to work immediately. It gives your eyes and your whys 100% of what they need for fast relief from feelings of worthlessness on social media and in real life. Only Yzine has Hydroblend, a unique blend of metaphysical moisturizers that soothe, restore, and protect your sense of self for up to a lifetime of inner peace and an unshakable sense of purpose in your everyday life. Find Hydroblend wherever Yzine products like Fear Clear Eyes, Mind's Eye Allergy Relief, and Dry Y All Day Comfort are sold. If you can't see your why, drop Yzine in your eye. Speaking of why, back to Medicine Remixed, the reason why you're listening only on Anchor. I was walking the dog earlier today, and for some reason I thought about it. And I was thinking about the numbers we put up with the Laughs by Prescription podcast. And yeah, like some of the. Oh, yeah, dude, there was like thousands of listeners for some of those episodes. And I remember that back then being, yeah. being like, that's it. Like a couple, like a couple thousand. Damn, that was a good episode. We should have more. Uh -huh. And now it's funny because I'm looking at the Bazarian episode, like slowly creep up. And I'm like, yo, how crazy is that? I don't think I could gather 75 people like in real life right now to listen to shit that I have to say. Bro. Yeah. You know, like good fucking luck. I'd maybe get like three people. Real life. Like if you had to get on the phone right now, I'd be like, yo, I got some real cool shit to talk about. Like, come to yeah. my house. Like, I, I, want, I want you guys to hear this. Maybe three people. Man, I'd have to beg them, you know? And the fact that, like, yeah, man, five people man. listen to your shit, you know? That's crazy. No. When you put it in that perspective, like, how funny is it? Like, if I were to go on the street right now and I was just like, killer. <laughs> started talking, even if yeah. there was one motherfucker that just stopped yep. and was just paying attention to you, yeah. like, if you people vibing. thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like, if you could translate <laughs> that exact thing that happens in real life, that scenario, to what happens yeah. online, and people just get it's so crazy. caught up, Work. it's like, even if one fucking sad motherfucker. <laughs> like yeah. your shit like you should be yep. ecstatic because oh, in real life over the moon in real yep. life that's an absurd proposition ridiculous you know for someone just to like give you a compliment like randomly yeah. it's like it's rare yeah. it's like it's rare yeah. it's, it's like relative yeah. you know, for most people pretty rare Bro. so like oh, so yeah. it's like how dare you be so caught up in like oh I only got one view you don't let me know
no more. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, but by you, yeah. I mean me. Uh, you know, like I, I do the same shit. I'm not saying that I don't do that, but it's it's so yeah. interesting. You know, when yeah. you just like look at things with a different lens, it's like, does anyone understand what's happening here wow. right now? Like, no, you know, that's crazy. Of course not. And it's funny because I think there's people who would look at like what we're doing and view us as like, oh, these guys are like, you know, obviously we're not fucking major, but you know, there's somebody out there who looks at us and it's like, oh, yo, those dudes are like, they're on. They're yeah. doing shit right now. And I can guarantee you without even asking you, there's not a morning that you or I wake up and think, oh, we're on right now. We're doing shit. Like we, <laughs> like, yeah. yo, but in that same vein, I'm with you. It's like any time now, I, like it's fun to just remind myself, uh-huh. there's somebody who literally woke up, looked at their phone, saw that we had something posted. Medicine Remix. And we're like, oh, oh shit, shit, dope. Like, let me check this out. I don't really think I have anybody who gets that excited in real life to see me every day. Like, I don't have somebody who, like, sees me at work and they're like, oh, shit. You know, like, <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody's waiting for me to talk. Like, oh, man, I can't wait till this motherfucker starts talking. <laughs> Yo, that's a good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that has never happened, yo. Never happened and never will. And I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But I don't approach it the same way. Like I. But the reality of it is, yeah. there's people out. I mean, they call into the station all the time. I'm like, say, yo, we love you. Yeah. Shit. No, nobody's doing that in real life for me. Or at least not right now. Not yet. But I, I can think <laughs> it, it's funny because I have to step back and, and really, you know, uh, take that into consideration. You know, like yeah, uh, no, it's humbling. And speak, it's humbling. And, speaking of yeah. me talking, my my girlfriend literally just came down here right now and told me to shut up. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, that couldn't be dude. that couldn't be more perfect. <laughs> That's some metal shit right there. Uh, that is very, very, very metal. That's amazing that we just captured that. The yeah. power of audio, really. That's uh, so funny. I almost got mad at her and I just looked at her and just started laughing. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's good content right there. <laughs>
I was terrible in high school. I struggled, I didn't like it, you know what I mean? I didn't feel comfortable, you know? How many kids are excited to go to school? None where I'm from. It's really important to have a place where kids are actually excited to go. A community of like-minded people that are just out to create and learn how to create. And hopefully it can take away some of the negative stereotypes of Compton, you know, that, you know, in a funny way, I felt like I was a part of. Now we're just not focusing on the streets. We're focusing on music. We're focusing on books. But we're talking about a dude from our city. It gives everybody hope. I don't care what you're doing. If I had had a crystal ball when I was 15 and Andre was born and I was searching for nickels and dimes between cushions, crying because I didn't know how I was going to make a meal, this little chubby baby started pulling himself up at nine months old and he let go and he took off. And I go back and I start thinking about all the steps, you know, who would have thought? Everybody understands the story of I got nothing and I want something. Amazing. You know, that's what it was and that's what it is. If you want to accomplish something that hasn't been accomplished, you have to be relentlessly and unapologetically determined. Be true to yourself. Be true to your art. Never take it for granted. You don't have to conform. You can be as raw as you need to be. Don't ever change who you are. You can't please everybody. Deliver quality. Do more. Do more. You're the underdog. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Stay in the fucking saddle. Treat everything like it's your first opportunity. Quit fucking around. And that's it, don't forget that. Go. Taste of your own medicine. Remixed. Doctor. Medicine Remix is a great station because you guys just cover the full gamut of human persona, the human flight. A station that I really respect, Medicine Remix, has spent a number of days talking about suicide, suicide awareness, prevention, the stress of being doctors, and the number of medical professionals who commit suicide every year. Worst. I want to take a little bit to echo some of their segments because I think they were really powerful. Awesome piece on trauma and bullet wounds and the history and the impact. Just great. Great, great, great stuff. More, more of that stuff. Medicine Remix, thank you so much for doing this segment. Uh-huh. It's needed. I don't think we talk enough about race in an honest way. Uh-huh. I just I just am utterly flabbergasted by someone who would put skin color or race or religion or orientation, anything above the wellness of their kids. Real life. I've had many amazing doctors in my time. Every race, every skin color, every religion of doctor look after me. And I'm just grateful that we have doctors in the first place. They have to study for such a long time Uh, to have to put up with that. What can we do to change people? Medicine Remix. To get them to understand this is not okay. Hello, people at Medicine Remix. I just downloaded Anchor a few minutes ago. Your station was one of the ones that like really caught my attention. The whole uh, laugh. Number one is laugh. (laughs) That's very, very funny for me. 
You should laugh every day. <laughs> totally cracked me up. Think. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. Another interesting connection. There's so many connections. Another interesting connection is how Charlie Murphy was a bodyguard for Eddie Murphy. Started rolling with my brother. I was doing security. I was in charge of security back then. And ironically, as you described leukemia, perhaps intentionally, the white blood cells are basically the bodyguard of the body. The role that he played so well is the role that was kind of lacking within his physical body. Wow. That symbolism there is powerful. Crying. And number three is you should have your emotions move to tears. Could be happiness or joy. Major I was having a super shitty night and well, you guys made it better. Thanks. Think about it. If you laugh, you think and you cry. That's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're gonna have something special. Medicine remix. That was really good. It took me a minute. I had to recompose myself after listening to those segments. It means a ton that you would take that time to devote to. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say is thank you. I really do appreciate the work you guys are doing. And Thanks so much for lifting our spirits out here. This is a great medium, and you guys are definitely doing it and doing it and doing it well. Yeah! And I started singing, doing it and doing it and doing it right out. And then I come listen to your station are on the same page. Come on now, come on now. Some karma's working up in here, baby. LL and everything. I'm like, shut up, shut up. I've only been on here like seven days, and when I first saw the app, that's what brought me to see it this station that it was showing and I had to listen to it you know because I'm curious and so I start listening to it and it's like this content was so good oh this is so cool it was so creative I thought it was like a sample I thought they were just kind of using it to kind of show what you could do I didn't know it was like real and then all of a sudden I started realizing I'm like oh no this is all real so yeah I love your creative content I love the way it's composed the way you put it together it's good so thanks so much looking forward to hearing more hey guys you've heard me say this before I just can't help but to say it again you guys guys are my favorite purveyors and disseminators of positivity. Positivity is a metaphor worth taking as far as it can go. You know, it blows my mind that you take the time to put up the meaningful content that you do. And then on top of it, you respond to your listeners. Do people understand how badass that is? <laughs> Medicine remixed all the way. Baby. Hey, DA Reese, just a quick one to say really, really like your new drop. Brilliant, great track, great feedback from everyone. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Continue as you are. Yeah. You got you guys send out prescriptions of life. And what I love about you guys' show, Minutes and Remix, is the fact that you guys will take a hip hop quote, put it into a prescription formula uh, because people need to know how to live. Bro. And you guys eloquently display artwork in the form of rap hip hop into a sort of like, you know, pseudo Pfizer. And I'm telling you, these could be your side effects. If you don't check yourself, you will wreck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Make the most of today. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remixed. Only on Anchor. I venture to say people who are working a nine to five are, are probably too busy doing bullshit to, to even think about it, you know? Yeah. And you know what though, man? Like I, you know, you say that, but then like I'm, I'm reminded of something that I feel like maybe within our communities, we know this to be true, but that's not talked about really like on a mainstream level, but should be that over 400 doctors 
kill themselves every fucking year. I mean, we could do a whole podcast just about that. But yeah. like, when when you think about the fact that people that are really, you know, going through some shit, when they're in like a culture and, and in the circumstances such that normal business hours as far as mental health help, that doesn't apply to you. You know, like when oh, no, you're getting sure. you can barely get your oil changed or like the regular yeah. everyday life stuff, let alone actually seek help. When you think about if that's accurate, over 400 doctors kill themselves every year. That's like a whole fucking medical school wiped out every fucking year. And when you think about, you know, how many each one of those doctors, how many patients they took care of, that's like fucking millions of people like lose their doctor every year. That's something that I feel like I haven't really learned about until recently. And there, and with the whole thing, just as far as being able to like pick out whether somebody is someone capable of doing something like that, or even, you know, whether somebody's going through anything at all, it's really also like on a spectrum because there was a guy that was a few years my senior. I think I've told you about this. He was an older guy. Medicine was like his second career. And, you know, that probably adds like a bunch of dimensions into all of it. But he wound up graduating from an orthopedic surgery residency and getting a great job. And I saw him at a conference two years ago and he looked like super happy and laughing with us, like genuinely happy to see us. And come to find out this past year, what's so crazy about the whole story and how it went down is he did a whole day's worth of surgeries, spine surgeon. And at the end of his day, sometime at night, went back into his car, had a fucking shotgun in the car and shot himself in the parking lot of the hospital. Having that conversation, like asking the questions of why, why is that? And a lot of times it's like a cultural thing, just the culture of medicine, you know, just how fucked up it really is. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think it's just painted as like a very, you know, that's why like people, I feel like, you know, aren't even trying to hear it. Cause they're like, oh, like what does a fucking doctor have to worry about? Like driving around in right, right. you know, like fancy car, yeah. like you guys right. make like six figure salaries, like not understanding right. the opportunity cost that went into that. Like, you know, the fucking, the debt, the fucking, the yeah. sheer, just abuse on your own body like as far as you know not sleeping for days not eating not fucking going to the bathroom like just really fucking sacrificing yourself and you know for varying reasons anywhere from just being in a situation where you're like this is not what I thought it was and I can't get out or you have other shit going on a lot of times it's just like a you know combination of a lot of fucked up things that are happening in various aspects of your life but people get divorced in, in residency people lose oh fuck yeah you know like friends and you know all kinds of like it's hard enough like without having to go through anything else just the fucking thing itself is like enough to drive someone to that the fact that life happens to all of us and that there really isn't the infrastructure and the support system that's appropriate and necessary to fucking have people not kill themselves like fucking over 400 doctors man killing themselves like you know it starts with a conversation right whether it's one-on-one or like how you know we're trying to do it and really like fucking raise awareness because we oh. we reside there okay. oh, and yeah. and the attending who is like our our 
you know, professor or right. our teacher, uh-huh. you know, after you're done with residency, technically you're an attending. So you don't, you no longer have to reside there. Oh. You just have to attend, you know oh, what I mean? Right, right. So that's, that's like the old school reason for it. Depends, you know, some hospitals, you know, all the meals are free. Uh, other hospitals, like, they give you a certain amount, like a month. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. But, like, yeah, you're, you're like a like an indentured servant. You know what I mean? Basically, you're, you're getting paid, like, minimum wage. But yeah. be- because you're working, like, 90, sometimes 100 hours, like, a week. Right. Yeah, it's technically en- enough money to live on. But, yeah, because some of the nurses, yeah. because why they, uh, why they residents, a lot of the nurses get paid way more money. Than way, they. way better. You're right. Yeah. You're right about that. And then after that, who as an attendant for man, once they become after they residency, then that's when they start getting paid. Yep. And man, then they get paid that money, but it's I mean, kind of balance out because I mean, the money is good, <clears throat> but they still have a lot of loans. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Then they got that medical insurance. That yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, and then it's just, it's not worth it to do it for the money, you know what right. I mean? But and, but the thing is, like, a good amount of people, I think, do for the money, and those are the people that wind up being really unhappy. And, like, actually, most people in medicine nowadays are extremely unhappy just because... Some doctors really don't get paid that much for the amount that they work and what they're doing to their body. I, I feel like doctors are some of the most unhealthy people because sometimes you have to see. Real? Yeah, because you know, like like just your day to day. Sometimes we're seeing like 60 or 70 people. That's one attending, seeing wow. all of those patients like in one day because like you kind of have to you know in order to pay your staff and like you know do all these things but at the same time it's probably one of the only professions where you have to get insured for trying to help somebody you know what i mean like right, it, like right, right. like it's yeah. it's the weirdest thing and you're trying to help everybody, but there's a lot of people that really don't understand the day-to-day of a doctor. Like, you're seeing all of those people, you're like not eating lunch, not going to the bathroom. You're supposed to be like a machine, and then with every person, you want to be understanding, you want to give them the time and the attention, but then you know that there's like all these people waiting to see you, and then like everyone's mad at you, and you're trying to help everyone. So then it creates this like environment where you just feel like it's a thankless job. Of course, there are moments where you do really help somebody and they're super grateful and like it feels great there's you know nothing else like that in the world but like i feel like there's a lot more moments nowadays especially like in our culture too where we like to sue people a lot like whether it's doctors or whoever it is like that's just like a thing that you know you hear people say all the time i'm gonna sue that guy or i'm gonna sue this guy and it just creates like a really weird dynamic in the hospital because like now everyone's so scared of getting sued that you know you're ordering all of these unnecessary tests just to make 100% sure even though all of your training all that time you spent like studying and sacrificing your body to like learn this stuff and the popular culture says otherwise and says you better cover your ass and now you create a situation where you're spending so much money on healthcare, like ordering these tests that really don't need to be ordered because there's a culture of defensive medicine. It's like playing defense. It's like, okay, well, I'm not being 
appreciated or respected as far as my knowledge and so you're kind of forcing my hand to like then spend all of this money trying to find out what I already know just to, in case you know you right it causes everyone money so it's frustrating it's frustrating because you're working an insane amount of hours all the time away from your own family and your own personal health and so like a, a lot of doctors just really get burnt out from the work yeah so they be making like three four hundred thousand dollars a year sometimes sometimes yeah but again you have to really love it is what i'm saying because you can make three four hundred thousand dollars doing a lot of things that's not nearly as hard and like taxing on your body as medicine is After high school, it's four years of college, and then it's four years of medical school. That's already eight years. Right. And if you're going to be like an internist, uh -huh. it's like another three years uh -huh. after that. And if you want to do surgery, it's usually like five years after medical school. What? Or Yeah. And then some people do fellowships, which are, you know, anywhere from one to three years long. So you're in, hey. you're in school for like 15 plus yeah. years. And, you know, by the time you're making money and you've paid back your loans, you're like almost ready to like retire or die. I feel like a lot of people don't realize when they get into it and when they really understand just the personal sacrifice that balanced with the passion that you had for going into medicine, it's really only the people that could not care less whether they were paid or not because they're doing something that gets them pumped every day to like get up and you feel like you're doing what you love and the fact that they're paying me is like you know whatever but there's very few people like that because most people do it for the wrong reasons and when they realize what they got themselves into they're already so far in they're in so much debt and they're they feel trapped did you know that over 400 doctors kill themselves every year? No. Yeah, that's like an entire medical school. Usually there's there's like about 100 kids per year. So there's four years of medical school. So that's like 400 students. So that's basically every year there's like a whole medical school just wiped out. Because wow. I think the worst part of it, to, to tell you the truth, oh. is that nobody cares like nobody really feels bad for you you know what i mean like nobody does because like the popular perception is that oh doctors got it made you know what do they have to worry about but, i love my doc yeah 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 i love my doctor. right I know personal. right i love my doctor, but i'm thinking like i always play with my doctor because i'm like man you think about with all of that training you got to put in like a hard 10 or 15 years before you're able to really enjoy your money like that you know if that's your thing i don't know you know that kind of stuff isn't important to me at all for me always i think like time is way greater than money so when you when you think about the amount of time and then that too like not just the width of time but the depth you're going in deep as far as what you're expected to do and everything falls on you at the end of the day. But you know, that, that's a choice that you made. But like in residency, for example, there are times where I'll have to be up for two, maybe three days. Like I, I'm talking, I'm not saying like I'm taking like naps here, there. It's like, no, you're up. And not only are you up, like you gotta be on. 
because like if you fuck it up, something really bad is gonna happen to somebody. Thankfully, there, there's a Starbucks in our hospital. So like I, I'm drinking like four shots of espresso at the end of my shift just to drive home. Just to drive. Because uh, during my second year of residency, and this is not an uncommon story. Pretty much this happens to one of our residents every single year, fall asleep behind the wheel and wreck their car, wreck their car. People have died, people have died. And like th there are actually studies showing that you are a worse driver when you're sleep deprived than when your blood alcohol level is over the legal limit. So you're a worse driver when you're sleep deprived than you are when you're drunk. And like, we know this, like it's not even like we're guessing, like that they've done studies, there's data out there showing that. But nobody is concerned about this. And this is happening all the time, but that's not something that is really sexy to talk about because, you know, at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, you know, who cares about doctors? You know what I mean? Yet, all of these numbers are true. Plus, what I just said about over 400 doctors are killing that, themselves that, every single year. That's statistic. It's alarming. It's very alarming. I had no idea that. And that's not the doctors that's getting killed. No, those killing themselves. That, killing those themselves. Those are the ones that's killing themselves. Killing themselves. They always recommend you can go see a psychiatrist or this and that. When? When? At like 10 at night right. or on the weekend when you're working all the time. You never know what people are going through, you know? And it's no bullshit, but that's what I mean. You got to love what you're doing. And at the end of the day, time is all we got. That's all we have. segment the uber truth and I, I i can only hope more people will follow suit and just do what you love the rest will come later and the mere fact that you get to do what you love should be enough the rest is just gravy right the rest is just icing on the cake thought i'd share a uh a Bukowski quote with you. He says, find what you love and let it kill you. All right, peace and love, medicine remix. Roll the Dice by Charles Bukowski. If you're going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. If you are going to try, go all the way. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, jobs, and maybe your mind. Go all the way. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision. Mockery, isolation, 
Isolation is the gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it. And you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods, and the nights will flame with fire. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All the way. All the way. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. into this world hating. That's like something that was generated by noise, like just stuff that they heard, like, you know, by either their parents or their peers or, you know, the, that, that's how they were programmed. Like the whole idea of like, it, it was always so interesting to me how like TV was always like referred to as programming. Now back to your regularly scheduled programming. It's like these these things, this, this media, this culture, all of these things, it breeds a certain type of person. This is nature versus nurture. This is like that nurture piece is so freaking huge. Like who, who our friends are, like, you know, what type of noise that we allow like to, to shape us, like that is everything. I feel like that is really everything. Like, and, and that's why I think there's just so much potential in, in creating content, especially now at a time like now, where it's like, how do you get everybody to realize like the one fucking truth that we're all fucking connected, that we're all part of the same being. And it's like, if you can get every fucking cell, every person, every like being on this planet to realize that we're all connected at the same time, that is the equivalent of like that one moment of like you like being in harmony when you're meditating. Like when every being is able to do that on like a social level, like that now the universe has like recognized itself. And then, you know, that's, that's that space. Salvation. Yeah, that's the space in between death and rebirth. Like that, that realization that we are all connected, it's all love, we're all together. Like as, you know, hippy-dippy as that might sound, that's fucking it. Like, when you can get everything to synchronize in harmony, we're all singing the same tune. Be your true self or die trying. That's the name of the song. You know, that's the name of the song that we're all trying to sing. Achieving that harmony is like, is is the goal. That's what we're constantly trying to get to, like a state of harmony, but there are, it's just all this noise. <laughs>